Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Happy to welcome you back to our Capital One Orange Bowl Media Tour wrap-up show. Joe Zagacki, Don Bailey Jr. Earlier uh, in July, Don, I went to the ACC, the SEC, and the Big Ten on behalf of the Orange Bowl. Great media tour. Let's start with the Orange Bowl for a moment. Eric Palms and his crew have done such a great job, not only for college football, but for South Florida. You know, Joe, it's, it's just amazing how important the Orange Bowl has been through the history of South Florida. And what it does for this town, what it does for college football, our community, and, and it's not just Miami-Dade. It, it's the whole state, the whole country it has an impact on, and Eric Palms has done an outstanding job. He takes it uh, so very, very seriously, and he does, pours his whole heart and soul into it, as does the entire Orange Bowl committee. He has been able to keep the Orange Bowl relevant they get the semifinal game, so they're in that rotation. The Orange Bowl helps the city of Miami or helps the Miami uh, group uh, get the championship game at Hard Rock Stadium. So they go uh, beyond the Orange Bowl game. Yeah, and you, you think about all the tourism that is attracted to South Florida because of the Orange Bowl. You think about the people that are employed. You think about how fun the games are, the importance of the bowl, and then the television coverage that, that exposes all of South Florida, and it just keeps growing and growing and growing. Okay, let's start with the, uh, the ACC. The overview of the ACC, the two teams picked to win, uh, picked to play in the championship are Miami and Clemson. Clemson won 10 games a year ago, and they consider that a down year. I think Clemson is <laughs> maybe one of the more underrated teams coming into this college football season. They win 10 games. Well, they lose to Georgia in week one by seven points. That was on a pick six that Georgia had. So really it's a 3-3 game up until the end, and, and then they, they, they throw a pick six. They lose a couple overtime, uh, I think it was two overtimes against NC State. They lose that football game. And then you, you look at this season, and of course they lost to Pitt, but then they come back and beat Ohio State. That whole team returns. That defensive line is there. Clemson is going to be a force to be reckoned with. Miami's got them on the road late in November. It's going to be that might that might be round two of the playoff. I mean, round one of the playoffs for the ACC. ACC is a conference of quarterbacks. I find this interesting to note. As excited as we are about Tyler Van Dyke, if you take the other quarterbacks in the league minus the kid at North Carolina who's going to be a first-time starter and Wake Forest because Sam Hartman was injured and may return. Van Dyke has the fewest starts in the league, nine. 
the other guys in the league, Malik Cunningham at Louisville, is approaching 40 starts inside the ACC. Devin Leary got a ton of starts. Armstrong at Virginia, ton of starts. Well, that's probably why in a lot of the, the preseason magazines and the and the, they, the people that were predicting what was going to happen had Van Dyke as the third or fourth best quarterback. They didn't have him as the number one quarterback in the league because of the history that everybody else had. Uh, you, you look, I'll take Van Dyke over anybody because I've seen those guys play in person as, as well as you have. And I watch what he did last year and how he has grown, uh, grew into the position last year. And then now he comes back, he looks like he's aged five years, not one year. His maturity, his understanding and the grasp of this offense and the importance that the running game is going to play on this side of the football for him. Inside the ACC, if it's not Miami and Clemson, then who is it? North Carolina State returns the bulk of their defense, just about every starter on defense, all fifth and sixth year players with their quarterback, Leary. They do have to go to Clemson this year. Pittsburgh, the defending champ. They have a new quarterback and a new offensive coordinator, but you know what Pittsburgh is all about. Strangle the run game, sack the quarterback. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. They lost Coach Whipple. He goes out to Nebraska to try and save that program. That's the offensive coordinator at Pitt. And as you mentioned, they, they lose a first-round draft pick to the, uh, the Steelers draft did pick it first round, and, and that's a huge loss. I know they imported a guy through the portal, and but you lose a coordinator and you lose a first-round pick at quarterback. As much, as much as they want to play defense, they produced a lot of points, and Pickett single-handedly won them a lot of games. A team that's going to be a problem is going to be Virginia. Now, they lost their entire offensive line through graduation and transfer portal, but they got a bevy of great receivers and a quarterback that could be one of the top quarterbacks in the country, defensively an entirely new system, but they're going to score a lot of points. They are, and their quarterback, you know, we've seen him play a couple times in person and, and watched him on tape, and he just creates problems for everybody. He's got great mobility. The way that that offense was used previously was they used a ton of formations. They allowed you, the quarterback, to pick and choose, and if he had any doubt, he'd tuck it and run. And, and he's got that same personality. I think, as you mentioned a second ago, the Achilles heel is going to be the offensive line. It's one thing when you have to replace a couple guys. They're replacing everybody. And, it, and, it, and there really weren't that many guys that had experience last year to step in. So as good as they may be, they're going to depend on their running game because they're going to have to help that offensive line and not put them in pass protection the whole day. In November, Miami will see Florida State. Not a lot of people talking about the Knowles. They open tomorrow against Duquesne. Then they'll go to the Superdome and play LSU. They'll find out everything they need uh, to find out about their team when they play LSU, much like when Miami plays Texas A&M. It's going to be important for Florida State for is a mindset for Florida State to get better. They can't worry about Duquesne uh, on Saturday. They've got to worry about can the Florida State Seminoles improve. Last year they lost to a team right early in the season it wasn't in, the, in their quote-unquote same league and then you're going to go to see LSU LSU is not ranked they start this season unranked they've got a new head coach that's going to be a challenge but you and I know we saw we saw LSU not so many years ago they have players there I think that's going to be a big test for the Florida State Seminoles and and for the ACC they need Miami and Florida State to start being a, a part of the a part of the teams that carry this 
to another place, carry this conference to another place. Clemson's done a great job, but really it was built on Miami and Florida State as well. We jump into the SEC, and uh, at their media days, they said they're happy with their 16 teams. I think they're going to expand again in the near future. I think the big story in the SEC this year during the summer was Brian Kelly leaving Notre Dame, taking over LSU. Uh, and then, of course, Georgia, the defending champ, lost their. it seems like they lost their entire team to the NFL. Nick Saban gets a contract extension. He stays on for who knows for how long at Alabama. But he might have, this is hard to believe, he might have, again, one of his best teams of all time. Well, when you think about it, you come off a national championship season and you are returning the best defensive player in the country and a Heisman Trophy winner at quarterback. That's after you were in the, in, in the playoffs. So you would think normally you would lose your quarterback. You'd lose your defensive end that's the best in the nation. You'd lose this guy. You'd lose. No. They're better. They're more experienced. They go and, and, and get the running back from Georgia Tech. They, were, they had a, a weakness in that spot. They fill that. They have the linebacker that, that transferred from Tennessee that came back for another year. He was there two years ago. And I, I, this is Alabama's deal. Uh, did they win it last year? Obviously, no. But I would like to know how that game would have turned out if all those receivers didn't get hurt. You stay with the Southeastern Conference, Georgia's not going anywhere, Joe. They're not. They have, they've got their formula. It, it took Coach Smart six years to get to the national championship game and win it. They've spent hundreds of millions of dollars on facilities. They are recruiting, and it's obvious they know how to recruit with the number of players that they put into the draft in the first round. So neither of those teams are going anywhere. And as we know, that Southeastern Conference has a way of cannibalizing themselves through the entire season. Well, speaking of spending hundreds of millions of dollars, Texas A&M has done that. Miami's going to Texas A&M. Jimbo Fisher, I think he's a good play caller. Uh, transfer quarterback Brad Johnson's son is there, perhaps going to take over. They're having a quarterback duel. They've got a great running back, averages like nine yards a carry. Big offensive line. They've invested heavily in their defensive line, solid at linebacker, and they say their secondary is outstanding. So A&M went 8-4 and four last year for all the money they spent. They went 8-4. and four. This is a big year for Jimbo Fisher. Yeah, they did go 8-4. and four. They won a bunch of games the year before, but what they've done the last two years is beat Alabama. And I think that gives that program hope. Uh, you, you talk about the quarterback position, that's a little bit up in the air, but I, I think that uh, Max uh, Johnson's going to do a heck of a job at that spot. I'd be surprised if he's not the starter. A&M's got as good a running back as there is in the country there. And I, I had a chance to watch some of their spring game. And you mentioned the offensive line. They've got those guys, but they darn sure have some defense alignment too. Gators have a new coach, Billy Napier. And um, they, got, they have a quarterback, Richardson, who could be a star. Uh, he's got a little problem with his accuracy. But the Gators, much like Miami and Florida State, their talent level is not where it was years ago or where, quite frankly, where it should be. But we talked about that. The big reason is for those three schools, what, what has affected, what basically put Miami, Florida, Florida State, out of the national championship business to, it was Alabama and Georgia. That's what did it. Now, I'm sure there's been coaching and there's been other reasons and all a million reasons for that, but you look at what Georgia and Alabama have pulled out of the state of Florida the last 10 years or eight, eight or 10 years, no wonder. 
because and, and they did the same thing to Texas. Alabama's done the same thing to Texas. They've taken a bunch of kids out of Texas that has hurt that state's football. So it's going to be interesting to see. And now with Coach Cristobal here at, at Miami, he's keeping guys home. Florida's trying to do a good job of keeping their guys home. And the same thing with Florida State. This is the Capital One Orange Bowl Media Tour wrap-up show. We jump to the Big Ten, who made the biggest statement this year, the biggest headlines. One, they signed a new seven-year, mega-billion-dollar uh, media contract with uh, uh, NBC and Fox and CBS. They expanded to, UA, to Los Angeles. They hijacked USC and UCLA, and they say they're not done. I don't think anybody's done. You know, I really don't. It's going to be interesting to see what the other conferences do to react to this. But you, you think of, uh, of that conference now having UCLA and USC and all the television sets from all those alumni and, and the attention that that conference is going to get. It's going to be very interesting, but I, I really feel confident that more is going to happen. Uh, the team to beat is Ohio State, even though Michigan did beat them last year. C.J. Stroud, he could win the Heisman Trophy. Uh, you talk about an offense, a high-powered offense. It's funny, Ohio State, you know, the, the old uh, three yards in a cloud of dust. Ohio State offensively averages nearly 50 points a game. They've been amazing. Coach Day stepped in and has done really a phenomenal job. Uh, Ohio State does a great job of still recruiting the line of scrimmage on both sides, but it's amazed me of how they've gone national and been able to pick up the type of skill players that they have. Thank goodness for Michigan, right? Coach Harbaugh finally got Ohio State off his back and uh, got Michigan to the playoffs last year, but I think Ohio State's headed to the, to the college football playoffs. Uh, other teams to perhaps watch in the Big Ten, our good friend Paul Chris, Wisconsin, uh, two really talented running backs again behind a big offensive line to what their system is. Jim Leonard is their defensive coordinator. I would keep an eye on Wisconsin. My style of football. You know, they run the ball well. They, they get players in there. They keep them for three, four, five, six years. They, they, don't, they don't put the ball in harm's way offensively ever. And Coach Leonard, the defensive coordinator, maybe one of the most underrated coordinators in the country. You know, what he's done week in and week out. And, and as you mentioned, look who they play. I mean, it's not like they're, they're playing the Michigans. They're playing Purdue's got some offense. They're, they're playing Ohio State. So they've done a phenomenal job, and it's going to be interesting. Very consistent program. I don't think you can get a more consistent program than Wisconsin. Uh, Michigan State, we saw them last year. And the thing about Michigan State with Mel Tucker, the quarterback is back, so are the wide receivers. Uh, the running back is not. But when you talk about the transfer portal, maybe nobody hits the portal harder than Michigan State. Yeah, that was interesting. I mean, that put them on the map last year and got their head coach one heck of a raise. You know, got him $95 million for for 10 years. But I think what is overlooked with them is how physical they were. They were a great condition team. They're big committed, strong, and, and they, they have a bit of a flash, but they have not lost that conference's tradition for running the football. The uh, Big Ten has a big game early on, Ohio State and Notre Dame next Saturday night. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting. I, you know, I, I got Notre Dame's been hyped up, but that's a coaching change and a first-time coach. And you think you're gonna just walk around and 
take over Ohio State. I don't see that happening. You know, that's a, that's a, that's a lot of butterflies flying around there. You've got uh, Al Golden is now the defensive coordinator, right? For for Notre Dame, we certainly know that he, he's going to be prepared. He's got uh, head coaching experience at the collegiate level, head coach. I mean, uh, position uh, experience in the National Football League. So uh, you've got a new head coach with a lot of new players and. Uh, I think I think Notre Dame's gonna gonna have a, their hands full. Well, we're kicking off the season. It's going to be very exciting, and the Orange Bowl will be right in the middle of it. If Miami can put together a great season, maybe we will find ourselves in the Orange Bowl game. I'd like that. I, I sure would. And I, and I know that they, uh, everybody in this town would like it. They'd love to see the bowl game. And and again, thank you to to Eric Palms and the Orange Bowl for for all they do for our community. Okay, we'll continue on our Capital One Orange Bowl Media Tour recap show. Our coaching carousel is coming up next on the show, so don't go away. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.